as one draped itself across his face. As he looked around, his light caught his son. A strange sight, with a shock of white hair sticking out like bleached straw from under his battle-scarred miner's helmet, his pale blue eyes flashing with enthusiasm as he blinked into the dark. Dr. Burroughs himself was a wiry man of average height. One wouldn't have described him as tall, or for that matter short, just somewhere in the middle. He had a round face with piercing brown eyes that appeared all the more intense due to his gold-rimmed glasses. Look up there, Will! Look at that! he said, as his light picked out a sign above the gap through which they had just emerged. Way out, it read, in large black letters. They turned on their flashlights, and the beams combined with those of their weaker helmet lamps ricocheting through the darkness to reveal the full length of the platform. Roots hung from the roof, and the walls were caked with efflorescence and streaked with chalky limescale where fissures had seeped moisture. They could hear the sound of running water somewhere in the distance. "'How's this for a find?' Dr. Burroughs said with a self-congratulatory air. "'Just think! Nobody has set foot down here since the new Highfield line was built in 1895!' They had emerged onto one end of the platform, and Dr. Burroughs now shone his flashlight into the opening of the train tunnel to their side. It was blocked by a mound of rubble and earth. It'll be just the same down the other end. They would have sealed both tunnels, he said. Dad! Dad! Over here! Will called. Have you seen these posters? You can still read them. I think they're ads for land or something. And here's a good one. Wilkinson's Circus, to be held on the common, 10th day of February, 1895. There's a picture, he said breathlessly as his father joined him. The poster had been spared any water damage, and they could make out the crude colours of the red big top, with a blue man in a top hat standing in front of it. They walked farther along, stepping around a mountain of rubble that spilled onto the platform from an archway. That would have led through to the other platform, Dr. Burroughs told his son. They paused to look at an ornate cast-iron bench. This will go nicely in the garden. All it needs is a rub-down and a few coats of gloss. Dr. Burroughs was muttering as Will's flashlight beam alighted on a dark wooden door hidden in the shadows. Dad, wasn't there an office or something on your diagram? Will asked, staring at the door. An office, Dr. Burroughs replied, fumbling through his pockets until he found the piece of paper he was searching for. Let me have a look. Will didn't wait for an answer, pushing at the door, which was stuck fast. Quickly losing interest in his blueprint, Dr. Burroughs went to the aid of his son, and together they tried to shoulder open the door. It was badly warped in the frame, but on the third attempt it suddenly gave, and they tumbled into the room a downpour of silt covering their heads and shoulders. Coughing and rubbing dust from their eyes, they pushed their way through a shroud of cobwebs. Wow! Will exclaimed quietly. There, in the middle of the small office, they could make out a desk and chair furred with dust. Will moved cautiously behind the chair, and with his gloved hand brushed away the layer of cobwebs on the wall to reveal a large, faded map of the railway system. Could have been the station master's office, 
Dr. Burroughs said. Two of the walls were lined with shelves stacked with decaying cardboard boxes. Will selected a box at random, lifted off the misshapen lid and looked in wonder at the bundles of old tickets. He picked one of them out, but the perished rubber band crumbled, sending a confetti of tickets spewing over the desktop. They're blanks. They won't have been printed up, Dr. Burroughs said. You're right, Will confirmed, never ceasing to be amazed at his father's knowledge as he studied one of the tickets. But Dr. Burroughs wasn't listening. He was kneeling down and tugging at a heavy object on a lower shelf wrapped in a rotten cloth that dissolved at his touch. And here, Dr. Burroughs announced as Will turned to look at the machine which resembled an old typewriter with a large pull handle on its side, is an example of an early ticket printing machine. Bit corroded.